1: VGK seeks revenge as they host the Blues tonight after an earlier season loss, snapped a nine-game win streak for the Golden Knights. We have our predictions for VGK Blues, and it is that time again. It's time for WTF What the Friday. Hi again, everyone. Tony Grudasco, Chris Gullick from Las Vegas. You can find us on Twitter at Tony Dasco, at TD Chris G. Spilling things here. Yes. Did you hear that? I heard something. Oh, yeah. We're good. At Lockdown VGK, uh, you could find us on YouTube. Uh, of course, we are at Lockdown Golden Knights. Please subscribe, all that. So uh, so back on November the 12th, Chris, VGK was feeling good. Uh, the Blues spoiled the party as they rallied from a 2-1 to deficit late. They had a pair of goals within 40 seconds at around the 16-minute mark. Uh, Barbashev and O'Reilly – Three, two, win. They pull it out. That was VGK's nine-game win streak halted. Uh, what do you recall from that first meeting?
0: As I tend to things here, that we knew it was going to happen. Um, the the dreaded first game back from the road trip. And Tony, I can't believe we made it. Like, uh, <laughs> I can't believe we made it about one hundred and twenty seconds into the show. You didn't point out the fact that St. Louis has one, two, three. Four sets of back-to-back games in December.
1: That's awful. It's in so November, big. This is they so had big. one. And VGK two, is home for the holidays
0: again. Three, what is going on here? So they've had. You said VGK. How many? Okay, you, I know you eight. know this. They have eight. How many has St. Louis had already this season? Probably twenty-two. Close enough. Eight. So I, I, I just found that kind of interesting. I'm shocked. I, I find I was that the first so one. rigged. I find that rigged. I'm shocked that was a – maybe I just blew one of your first What the Fridays. I don't know. No, well, I was um,
1: going to say that they're always home for the holidays.
0: But What sure. do I recall about that game? You're kind of sitting there, right? And I believe VGK held a lead, if I'm not mistaken, in that game. I'll go back and uh, – They had a
1: lead, yeah. I they had a lead in that nothing? game,
0: and it's like, okay, fine, you know, whatever, it's St. Louis just kind of hanging out, you know. Actually, no, they – yeah, they did. They were up 2-1. to one. Like, Brandon yeah. Sod scores in the first, right? Riley Smith gets a goal right after that. Like, less than – 59 seconds after that, Riley 2-1. Yeah, Kessel. Yeah, that's what I said. Kessel yeah. gets the goal. Kessel. He scored like one goal since then. That's that's not good, Phil Kessel. But so, yeah, it's just like the dread first came back from the road trip. And, you know, the comments after the game about adjusting from the time changes. Usually you get that travel day in between blah, 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 blah. That's what I remember about that game and the fact that it was a nine game winning streak. And this is the one that snapped it fine. But I probably was a little bit bitter in the sense that I was saying things like it doesn't matter that it's St. Louis on a Saturday nights after a nine game winning streak. These are points that need to be banked because you're going to need them. And, you know, if you're going to give up a game to Pittsburgh on a Monday night, so be it, even though, you know, we had a lead against Pittsburgh in the third and blew that too. But just making an example, you got to pot the easiest games that are on the schedule. This appeared to be one of those games. St. Louis was in worse form then compared to where they are now. They're doing a little better now at 500 and flirting with a playoff spot. But, you know, it was just, it was a bad game to lose. So I guess uh, I'm going to keep going back to my uh, my Connor McDavid uh, quote. We, we owe them a good game, right? We owe the Blues a game right now. BGK needs to make up for that loss a few, you know, a month ago, however long it's been, get two points and, you know, take some momentum into the the short holiday break that BGK is going to be home for.
1: Okay, so Riley Smith uh, had one of his shorthanded goals, as you mentioned, fourth or the- five shorthanded goals. Oh, I remember that
0: goal. That was such a bad goal.
1: Oh, my God. I do remember that goal now. Yeah. And then uh, here's an odd. uh, Here's a number from the Seattle game, which uh, St. Louis just lost 63 shots uh, against Seattle. 24 were on goal. 20 were blocked. And 10 missed the net. Woo. So do they trade William Carlson to that team overnight? 10 missed the net. Also for
0: Tarasenko. We got a fan (laughs) that thinks so, right?
1: Right. Uh, Five points out of a playoff spot. Their four game win streak was snapped uh, again against Seattle Uh, in the offseason. They have some hefty contracts that they signed. So Robert Thomas and Jordan Cairo uh, both were signed, each signed to eight year contract extensions, which is crazy because you know how we feel about those one season wonders. And so they had career seasons. And oftentimes we've seen this happen so much around sports and the national hockey league. So often uh, players come back and they're not as productive in any event. So Thomas had uh, 77 points, 20 goals last season. Uh, Right now he's around 30 points with eight goals and 22 assists. And then Cairo last year, 75 points, 27 goals. And he's at 16 and 16 so far this season. And tonight though, um, Craig Barubi who was out there taking faceoffs yesterday uh just messing around i guess it was against uh uh i i, I forget who it was against in any event he was out there practicing faceoffs but uh Cairo might not play tonight he was working out he's here in town working out off the ice uh checked hard by Kyle Burrows uh, in the game against Vancouver earlier this week and it was uh, it was barbershop that's who it was who he was practicing yesterday on the face house. But in any event, uh, yeah, and they have a number of free agents. Uh, you mentioned Tarasenko, end of the season. Uh, you have Ryan O'Reilly, end of the season, free agency. You have uh, Barberchef, aforementioned. Uh, and those three will be free agents at the end of the season. Anything else to add about uh, any of these players on this team? Is there anyone we might try to heist later on?
0: in the season who knows i mean the Blues, like you know this is a weird spot like you look at a team like this and someone i forget who put this up on twitter but it was basically would you rather be in a spot that the nashville predators are in where you have basically this aging core that you're stuck with a long time which you look at the blues they're kind of in the same ballpark and they mentioned another team that's kind of in like a blank slate mode right now. It might be like Arizona or something like that. I forgot who it was. You know, where would you rather be? And, you know, the Blues are kind of in that same boat where the Predators are, where this is going to be your team for a while, unless they're able to blow this whole thing up, which is not that easy in the National Hockey League just to ship out. Let's look at some of these contracts. A $6 million contract, a $5 million contract, a $5.8 million contract, an $8 million contract, three point two. Nick Letty is making 5 million a year. Like, Oh my God. I remember him with a short run with the Blackhawks. Um, He's Nick Letty, at least at that time was Shay Theodore with no defense. Like Shea Theodore plays defense and he is a serviceable defenseman. And if Theodore did not have the offensive weapons that he has, Theodore would still have a national, a good career in the national hockey league. Whereas Nick Letty, he's the opposite, you know, I don't know. Maybe he's like Brent Burns, he's a forward or something, but Going back to that Blues game, you just mentioned uh, Riley Smith's shorthanded goal. So here's how that goal goes down. And this is where I thought this game was actually going to be a route when I saw this happen. Stevenson gets a breakaway, and everyone on the Blues is just watching. They just figure he's going to pot it, and that's going to be that, right? He doesn't get the goal. Puck shoots to the corner. Stevenson has all the time in the world to pick up the puck. Three of the Blues that are on the power play, so there's still two other Blues on the ice just all go to Stevenson. And he just basically makes a layup pass to Riley Smith coming through the slot and then slot the, and then Smith takes it, just, you know, sends it home. So hopefully uh, their special teams is still uh, that poor And I mean, our power play is going to get the job done. It seems like, right. We can count on our power play to hopefully convert at least one goal a game for a while. That's the path that it seems like that we're on. And again, tonight, make your layups, take care of uh, the net and, Limit those mistakes, the little things. I can go on and on and on, but this is a game that VGK certainly needs to win so we all have a decent taste in our mouth. As I mean, if they went tonight, it's going to be a four-game winning streak, right? Four-game winning streak because they got two on the road? Yeah,
1: yeah, down the street. I mean, down the block. They don't even travel. Uh, This third-line mismatch, Chris, it concerns me for VGK because VGK doesn't have a third-line, number one. Uh, and then you look at the Blues, O'Reilly, Sad, and Levo, I think it is. Uh, Saad seems to always score against VGK. I think he's a VGK. Isn't he
0: one of the VGK killers? Not maybe as bad as David Perron was, sure, but Brandon Saad <laughs> yeah, definitely can. He always uh,
1: seems to score against VGK. Yeah,
0: and, and Brandon Saad, like, I mean, credit him. He's been around for a long time, drafted in, what, 2011 it looks like, and, you know, is still out there with a $4.5 million contract, although this – Seven goals, two assists, and if I had to guess, he's probably about a minus 18, but I don't know.
1: (laughs) Uh, Talk about VGK again, just mixing up the lines, and we didn't see a lot of the players on the ice late again. I don't remember seeing Kessel very much in the last game. Last two games, he's been a ghost, I think, you know, for
0: VGK. Yeah, I mean, well he 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 got on this he got on the score sheet. He got an assist, I believe, in the last game. And what they wanted to bring up in yesterday's show, and I forgot. Yeah, that me. was he early was, though, right? He reminded me. Okay. It, was, it early, was the right? first power play. It was the first yeah, power yeah. play call. Yeah. Um, but Mark Stone in his post-game presser made a point to mention line three by name, uh Ron Bjerg, Kessel, and uh Cision, right? And LeCision yeah. Le um, having a good game. So you some of
1: some of these play by play guys call him LeCision. Le like it's just very strange.
0: I have a, a baseball name. I'm having a hard time with. Uh, he's a Yankee or I don't know, Levittar, I don't know. It's, it's a weird name, but I, I understand now. Granted, I'm not paid to present these names on a national stage. Like some of these the announcers are. Yeah, no, that's the thing. I go fast through it. I'd be like, move And then, Oh, there's uh there's a Alex Rodriguez, you know, like I'll, I'll play it off. You know, I'll sell it. I'll sell it. I'll sell it. But um, what was the question? I didn't have a question.
1: Uh, top line will probably look oh, the like line mismatches uh, line. Mismatch is line <laughs> uh, top line for the blues probably looks like now then Cairo, I think probably will be a scratch. Uh, so he scores the power play. Uh, he scores. He has a hat trick. I think he had one on a power play in Seattle, and then he gets smashed up against the glass. And that's, that's, what, that she gets. that's what she gets. Okay. Yeah. But Thomas Teresenko, I think will be the top line tonight for St. Louis that poses problems too. I think there's mismatches a plenty tonight.
0: The Blues, I mean on paper they got a roster and they do have a Stanley Cup pedigree that's something important and it's always uh, worth acknowledging their run to the Stanley Cup a few years ago which they happened to beat uh, Bruce Cassidy's Boston Bruins unfortunately just... and
1: just... I mean and
0: and that went seven games and and Cassidy lost that at Home Ice didn't he? Yeah. Lost the game 7, a Stanley Cup game 7 on Home Ice, but um you know, thinking thinking back to um, the run that the Blues had, I mean, you got to give them a ton of credit. I mean, that was a team that was, I believe it was last place in the division in January, gets into the playoffs and wins a cup. I mean, that's an absolutely remarkable story right now. And there are some of those same players there. Jordan Biddington, last time he played us, he stood on his head. Although this season, he's doing anything but that 12-11-1, and he's a three, eleven goals against. If Viz- I want a came- goalie fight. Let's have a goalie fight tonight, please. Tis the season. Goalie fights. Could we please? Brusquy would absolutely love it because he's going to hope someone, uh, someone sprains a wrist or something. Okay, that would I be mean, nice. I, I that'd be nice. Jeez. Um, I, I don't know. I mean, it would be fun. I guess it. You know, and I, I do joke that sometimes. I know you got something going on in your shirt there. What is this, Dasko Slay's? Dasko Slay's, slays it, it. I think.
1: Just <laughs> so tell me, tell me,
0: tell me you didn't make that yourself. Tell me you got that like sent to you randomly from a fan, please. You made that yourself, didn't you? I, I made my. That's okay. In our family, of uh, it's a Christmas tradition. We like making uh, t shirts. I make really terrible t shirts for my wife, like at the T shirt diner over on us in in the Sunset Galleria Mall. Yeah. So yeah, I make sure she will never wear in public. There's nothing inappropriate on them. Just you know, stuff that unless it's got the kids on it. But I, I got a good zinger. I got a zinger for her this year.
1: I should. Show so you. you made one for you made one for Christmas for your wife. Okay, during the break. Maybe you want to show us? Show and tell time? Okay. Uh coming up G next. Week, watches. <laughs> coming up. Yeah, I know. That's right. <laughs> They're never fans like that. Coming up next to uh, it, we've got predictions. We've got locks of the night. Uh, and don't forget, it's our much anticipated What the Friday. It's all coming up ahead. It is right here on Lockdown Golden Knights. You're hanging out with some friends. You're putting back a few drinks. A few becomes a few too many. As the evening comes to an end and people start to head out, you think of calling for a ride. Nah, you live nearby. Make it home okay. It is no big deal. What are the odds of you getting pulled over anyway? And even so, what's the worst that could happen? Your insurance goes up. You lose your license. You lose your job. You total your car. You kill someone. Oh, man. Uh, Everyone knows about the risks of driving drunk. The results are tragic and often deadly. However, that still doesn't stop everyone from getting behind the wheel while under the influence. That's why police officers are out there right now. They're looking for impaired drivers everywhere on our roadways here in the valley, and they want to save lives. So if you think you're okay to drive after a few drinks, please think again. Play it safe. Plan ahead to get a ride. It only takes one mistake to change your entire life or someone else's forever drive sober, or get pulled over. Welcome back to Locked On Golden Knights. Tony Cardasco Chris Golick from Las Vegas. And uh, again, please make sure that you subscribe to our YouTube channel, Locked On Golden Knights. We are on Twitter, on Twitter at Tony Dasco, at TD Chris G, and uh, at Locked On BGK. So, uh, oh, last night, let's point out HSK loses to the Firebirds three to two
0: in a shootout. Did you go? No, I didn't go. I wanted to, but it's such a busy week with my personal business and stuff. But I was, I was sweating the game a little bit, just kind of watching the action and stuff. And uh, Brassois, another serviceable start, two goals, then the shootout, you know, who cares about that? Yeah. Uh Spencer uh, Fu finally gets a goal. He's, he's been a lot of fun to watch at that level. I've enjoyed watching him. I don't think he's a candidate's to ever necessarily cracked the uh, VGK roster. He. I believe he was drafted by the Flames, bouncing around a little bit. But he's a fun player to watch. Nice, nice to see him get one. And um, uh, that, that, that uh, Gage Quinney got another goal. Quinney's been on a roll lately, too. Quinny has been on an absolute roll with the H- HSK for, in, over the last, like, two weeks. Okay,
1: uh, this is a long weekend for the VGK. Uh, so let's first talk about this game and then – How do you think they're going to lay out the weekend as far as practices and what
0: have you? Uh, They're not going to practice at all. They never practice.
1: They'll practice on Monday, you think? They'll have a two-day weekend, you think, after tonight's game? Um,
0: The NHL probably has some type of mandated freeze where teams cannot schedule something from XYZ day to XYZ day. Honestly, I would bet that there is a freeze after tonight's games, and they can't do anything until Tuesday. I could be wrong when I say this. They can probably travel on Monday, but my bet is they probably can't even practice on Monday, at least as a unit. Again, I could be wrong when I say that, but they usually do these freezes where they just do that on purpose. So it's uh, an equal playing field. Teams get their time off. I, again, I could be wrong, but at least Christmas, Eve and Christmas Day, obviously, we know nothing's happening. Okay, I want to do my lock of the... Whoa. Jeez, a Kolasar puck just flew through the
1: living room. I'm going to take Colossar for one of my locks of the night. And I'm gonna go with
0: Riley Smith. How long did were you, you planning that? How, how long were you planning that for? That's what I want to know. Did you see that puck? I saw through? the puck. The puck did make it, Tony. <laughs> we we don't have to shoot that again. The puck did successfully make it there. Let's so go slays good. it. <laughs> I've been practicing that one, yeah. <laughs> Is that your second pair of glasses? <laughs> I was I, I'm to talk about I want to talk a little more about the game after I do my locks here. I was looking at some odds and stuff. I'm actually a little more concerned about the game now after what I just looked at. Um so Petrangelo revenge game old team. Let's uh take him as one of the locks and then 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 Miriamonov. Let's go, let's go with the defenseman. Let's go with the defenseman tonight. Let's go let's go on the defensive side. That'll be fun. Petrangelo Miramanoff, that should be good for three points between those two gentlemen. We'll do that. Um game prediction. I, I just it like uh, 5 1 VGK. Like it has to happen, right? It's gotta happen. A game like like tonight, 5-1 VGK. Let's just roll with that. That's my prediction. There you go. Okay. Now you're people talking are giving me, about people are giving me crap because I keep predicting a VGK to lose. So if they're gonna I'm a get right game tonight. Five five one. Come in, slay it, and get out of here. Although I'm going against what I'm about to say in a second. So go ahead. Okay, I'll go VGK three to one. In this game, I just don't think it's going to be a high scoring game, and
1: I think there's going to be more tight checking, which we haven't seen much of of late. Some of these dog teams, VGK
0: is playing because it's fixed. So, looking, just did a little walk down uh odds odds lane right now here. Oddly enough, we're only at minus one sixty five tonight, which that seems like a that relatively. Light? I think that's heavy. I don't know. I mean, if VGK is in form right now, this isn't this like a minus. Aren't we like minus 190 or 200 in a spot like this? Like, I don't know. It, it feels a little bit tight, and the fact that uh, the American public is a 65-35 split according to covers on the VGK side. Like this is a prime metric. If I'm in if I'm wearing my betting hat right now, I'm gonna like I love when the public is a, a two to one on one side and I can get right around like that plus one twenty to one forty range. So that's what that's a metric that I love if I'm actually firing, you know, a lot of bets in a night just to fire on like four or five underdogs. It's a great spot to bet the Blues, and I hate to say that. But, you know, that said, I mean, I'm going to take the homer perspective tonight. I really think VGK gets right in this game. But after looking at the odds and things like that and where the public is thinking and where the books are thinking, I'm not as sold that this is going to be the route that I want it to be. The
1: Arizona game the other night, what did VGK go off at? I thought that they were like minus one fifty, which no, I thought was no, kind of no, no, low. No, that no? was a, That
0: was a big one. That was a big split. Um, uh, it was over like two? close to three hundred. It, it was it was like 300, 300. It was big. Yeah, what was it was looking at? okay. It was, it was big, and then obviously the odds shrank a little bit because the game was tied for a long time. But um, they're always, against Arizona, huge. And But when VGK um, – and credit Sinbin for, for for running these stats a lot. Um, when VGK is a big favorite like this, it's not always a favorable ending.
1: <laughs> no, no, no. They never do well. I seem to think that they uh, – I think it's always a good chance, possibility to take a dog. Uh, St. Louis comes in uh, relatively healthy, you know, for this game, other than Cairo. And if he's doubtful, he was working out off the ice. If he doesn't have a concussion, then I think we might see him tonight. I really do feel that. Uh, Coming up next, we've got What the Friday. What the Friday's coming up. Again, we've got some comments. And, of course, we'll add some things, too. Things that made us say WTF. That's all ahead right here on Locked On Golden Knights. Welcome back to Lockdown Golden Knights. Tony Credasco and Chris Golick from Las Vegas. Thanks for making us your first listen each and every day. You can find our podcast wherever it's available, wherever you get your podcast. And make sure that you please subscribe to our YouTube channel. All you have to do is ring that bell. Subscribe right there on our YouTube channel. And little Chris
0: upstaged me in a big way yesterday. That was funny. That was, was a that, lot. That was a good time. He, like I said, he loves like going through the standings, and he looks at the plus minus ratios mm-hmm. now. I told him that's, in my opinion, it's an important number, especially for the team, not necessarily the individual plus minus. But uh, and on the car ride today, he, he wants me to surprise, him. he he has, and again, my my kid doesn't gamble. Let's be clear on this, folks. But he is ever since Fiesta was demolished near my house, he has this affinity for stations, casinos, and learning about them. Huh. So, Like yesterday, we did a drive through Red Rock, had lunch, and they got to play for a little bit there. And today, he wants me to surprise him with a Station's Casino mystery. So we're gonna go the, go to one of the one of the ones he hasn't been to yet. He wants to walk around, see the layout and stuff. And he like he loves Red Rock, seeing the Durango model and things like that. So I mean, he's he's he might like a Vegas historian could be the path for little Chris. It's cool uh, about educating people about the history of Las Vegas. So that's. That some be cool history,
1: yeah. There's some cool history, and here it's in Henderson, where the old Fiesta Henderson was located, and that's going to become a big sports complex because the city of Henderson bought it. And I hope that's that they four put minutes more... from my house is great. Is that? Are they going to add more sheets of ice? That would be really. I don't think if so. Do. I don't think so. That would. They I should.
0: Mean, I really. It, it would be nice to see another sheet of ice go up that does not have a BGK affiliation. To be honest, and I don't mean that in a bad way by any means whatsoever, but. Just to differentiate a little bit, you have LVIC and Fiesta. Fiesta is to be determined right now. How long that's going to be? How long that sheet of ice is going to be there? Once that property is sold, the new uh, developer is going to decide if the ice is going to stay or not. I've put it at minus two fifty. The the ice rink is going to be gone because it doesn't make a lot of money, unfortunately. At least that's my guess. That particular one. Um, but yeah, it'd be good if Henderson did. But, I mean, I don't know, Henderson's, I mean, call it it is they're kind of in bed with BGK and HSK like everybody is on the planet as far as a business deal goes. So I don't think they want to compete with them either.
1: Okay, it's time for WTF. I have got to throw in at XREB underscore fan X. Uh, next edition on Lockdown, number one, Chris makes a case for Marimonov sticking around even if White Cloud returns. Number two, Tony launches into a tirade that VGK's gold helmets should be banned because they blind opponents. Number three, Chris questions his life choices that paired him with Tony. Ooh, that's pretty
0: WTF. good. That's pretty
1: good. That, that, that got stronger cool.
0: the deeper we went there. <laughs>
1: that's pretty good. Uh, WTF, I've got one. Uh, I feel that the funk has not worn off yet. Uh, please lose a game uh, with those gold chrome helmets. If they wear them tonight, they've got to lose. They're absolutely hideous. I mean, I'm no fashion expert. I wear shirts that are homemade that say Dasco slays it and all that. I'm wearing the same shirt uh, as yesterday. Are, are they
0: <laughs>
1: are they superstitious? Yes. Why wear these again, these gold helmets that no one likes. The gold domes are just absolutely hideous. I think even Bill Foley said that he doesn't like them either. And again, they wasted them. Oh wow, big splash, gold helmets against the stinking Coyotes. You don't need any superstition to win that game with a team that is four for its last 50 on the power
0: play. Absolutely hideous. Get rid of the gold domes. WTF. So in response, not a WTF, just in response. Well, yeah, we can make a WTF out of this. So I'm not superstitious whatsoever. I don't do weird things or whatever when things are going well or whatever. But when I am at the crafts table, if I got the dice in my hand and one of the two happens, bad things happen. If the beverage server brings me a drink or if my wife comes by, it's always 61 outs. It is always 61, seven outs clear, the clear, the bats, take the line, pay the don'ts. So WTF, when they, uh, When when my wife comes by, when I'm rolling dice or when the beverage server comes by Um, a WTF for myself, actually, I was going to actually blast BGK, because if you remember about a year and a half, a a year ago now, when they were having the all star skills challenge here in Las Vegas, I was refing hockey on Water Street that day, actually, before I went down uh, Henderson lifeguard arena, and it was closed off. Like, why is this area closed off? There was there was a a rink set up outside, just on the asphalt, and they were shooting a promo for a new ball hockey rink that the Vegas Golden Knights announced that was going to be somewhere in the valley. I've heard nothing about that in a while. I was talking to a few people at the game on Monday. I've heard nothing about that, so I was about to blast VGK for not following through on this in a timely manner. But it looks like in October they actually announced that that construction is going to start shortly and it's going to be ready sometime in early 2023. Uh, the location is 333 West Washington Avenue, so somewhere up north, it's a north, yeah, it's west. a north. So I was gonna blast, yeah. so I was gonna blast VGK, but I'll blast myself for uh, for not uh, following through until the, the, the 11th hour, so to speak, before I went on. So there you go, our guy
1: Sholly. Uh, poor Tony gets no love, I blame the fog What the Friday, no love for at Tony Dasko, tiny Chris. Stole the show,
0: bud. <laughs> oh, my son, that's awesome. That's funny. Sorry, I'm scratching my other. It's early.
1: Okay, I've that's got funny. another WTF snake bitten. We have to talk about snake bitten. That was the theme of the week. WTF, Chris mentions it to players, including Chandler Stevenson in the locker room. And then he comes out and says, Stone is not going to be snake bitten forever. I even put the recipe for snake bite shots on our. At Locked On VGK, you need to go Twitter back to Twitter and... more often, I think, dude. You need to be on Twitter. Come on, man. I put up a bunch of good stuff yesterday. Uh, WTF? Blah 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 blah. Oh, there's a good scrap. Uh, Savannah Ghost Pirates. That was a good thing. Okay, new drink idea for T-Mobile Arena for the menu: Snake Bite Shots. One part whiskey, one part liqueur, liqueur or lime juice. Hashtag. Snake bite,
0: WTF! A little bit of green food coloring that could be fun, actually. All right, you should be doing those, man. Start start the revolution. The problem is they'll charge twenty bucks for it. I mean, they were doing they (laughs) do this at at the HSK games like a sangria, and they they, they'll color it for like theme nights and stuff. It's like twenty two bucks, but you get to keep the glass, so the plastic, where whatever the heck it comes in, Um, WTF for Santa. Dasco, i was on twitter yesterday. i was on twitter yesterday i was on twitter yesterday i saw this and it does look strikingly familiar there my wife wa- okay. my wife actually said this it looked like you mine my, <laughs> my, but the nose the nose here is bigger on this one but i don't know your nose is pretty uh it's pretty close tony <laughs> thanks brother it's pretty hey, amanda said it. not me i didn't say it He's the one that made the comment <laughs> so, about the nose thanks amanda but we're so kind on the show all right this I one, got this what we walk into at the mall yesterday of course, I'm doing my eleventh hour shopping normally I wait till Christmas Eve, so I was actually early this year and walked by with my kids and there's there's the dog and Santa and there's and the best part is you got this this uh lady back there squeaking a toy and doing all the things like you do to get your two year old to smile for a picture she's doing this with her with her blankety blank dog like you you know this dog follows this this person anywhere anywhere she goes and I don't think this dog qualifies as a service animal. It's got a freaking bow on its head. Maybe it does. And if it's the if it's this person's service animal, I'm sorry for being uh you know insensitive to you. We gotta be so careful nowadays with what we say. But if that's a service dog, I don't know. If that's not a service dog, I'll if it's a it's has got a tutu on it. It's got a tutu. It's got a tutu on its on its neck. Yeah, they're that What is going that's on no here, I don't
1: know what's happening there. Yeah, so, you do. It was on your lap. <laughs> so I was. uh So I. What should we name was, the dog? What should we name the dog? So, so back in the day at Marquee uh, Town nightclub, it was at Town nightclub,
0: you and they at asked me to,
1: And they asked me to be Santa because it was one of our customers that I dealt with. It was a client of ours, and they said, "Will you be Santa for like an hour and a half?" And I'm like, sure. But I didn't tell anyone because I'm no paparazzi. So I have friends that I know (laughs) that are literally there, like sitting on my lap that I didn't they didn't know it was me until afterwards. Where's Dasko? And so Dasko actually had. Okay, this is Las Vegas, folks. Sometimes it's a family show. Sometimes it isn't. There's strippers sitting on my lap and piled up. And I'm just and then Pauly Shore comes over. And he's sitting on the top of my head, and I wish I had a photo about that. But I was saying at one time, and that was it. And there were some photos circulating, but no one knew it was me, which was even more awesome. I took the glasses off, and the beard and everything, and I, the hat was down, a la Chandler Stevenson. So that was cool. WTF? 18 and t Sportsnet. Okay, VGK's on the power play the other night, and they had. You want to talk about funky? They had this funky angle that they wouldn't get out of. That was from what section are you in to 2- 17
0: 17. So basically, if uh it was from the corner upstairs. Yeah, that, right that's down. my shot. That, that's the only that, upstairs camera. That's the, that only upstairs the camera.
1: absolute worst. It's good to show that. OK, a little bit here and there. It's the reaction the shot play.
0: that that's what that, that that camera operators primary job is reactions. I've talked to them a lot. After a goal, they zoom in on the goalie. They zoom in on one of the coaches or a player. That is the primary purpose of that camera up there.
1: And so they they kept it on for a while during the power play. And so you just couldn't follow the puck enough. It was just... That's a a
0: tough spot for TV. It's great for sit, for watching, but for TV, I I get that. I like the power play, and I don't think you like this, but I like when they use the angle from right behind the net, right above the glass. I actually love that angle on the power play. It really gives you a perspective of what the goalie sees and how fast the puck moves. And, you know, come to think of it, I don't think I've ever seen Santa and Tony Cordasco in the same place before, folks. What about me, Santa, and
1: Pauly Shore? (laughs) Pauly Shore's been everywhere. (laughs) It was actually pretty funny. Uh, And then, uh, so that's my WTF there. And then, of course, WTF, this team is always home for the holidays. Does the dictator just – go into the NHL meetings and go, we, there's a rule. Okay. I am the dictator and we do not play on the road during the holidays. There will be what's nine months from now. There will be more like baby <laughs> nights floating around here after this big weekend. I'm
0: telling you right more now. William, more up, William Carlson. Uh,
1: oh man, there could they'll, be, they'll
0: be on, they'll be on uh, the season. So they'll be on reverse retro 6.7 by then. Cause they're going to, there's gonna be one every year now because it makes money. We've got.
1: Uh, oh yeah! Uh, again, Charlie uh, had something good too. Where did all these slap shots around the league come from? Have you noticed more slap shots scoring goals around the league? Never the thought about that. WTF. Never
0: thought about that. I guess. I mean, sure. I don't know. That's um, what I miss are on the shootouts or or um penalty shots. There was a time where players came down and they got 18 feet from the goalie and cranked a full slap shot like even marion hosa who's not that type of player has done it I, I i would love to see someone just do that it's like okay who would be the best nick Hague. there you go If nick Hague, for whatever reason ever gets a penalty shot he'd be the one just to get about uh 12 feet from the goalie and goal full hager bomb and he'd probably hit the goalie right in the head the goalie would fall faced uh back first on the ice would hit the goalies in the helmet again and roll in or something like that that's the only way he's ever going to get a get a a shootout or a uh or a, what's the word a penalty shot goal um my wtf but i think it's worth mentioning silver knights i do notice on the game reports they're announcing 4500 people at the games you just watch video of highlights or you know, things like that. There's not 4,500 people at these games. And I'm not necessarily, well, I guess I'm going to put on HSK because, you know, for whatever reason, you got this beautiful arena. Location maybe is, we can start as, I was actually teaching Christopher and Allie, my daughter, about location, location, location yesterday. And I always remind them a lot of times when it comes to business, everything comes down to money. And then we talked about location, 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 boring uh, dad, dad, son, daughter conversations. I'm sure everyone understands how those go sometimes. But, you know, I just wish HSK could figure this out because VGK is a dynamite ticket still. And it's not as dynamite as it was. I'll, I'll, I'll go again tonight. I'll do um, a look around the lower bowl about five, six minutes into the game. And I'm curious how the how many open seats are going to be there. And, you know, there's a concern right now, I think. And uh, my buddy Chris Condos actually, I'll give him credit for this. Um, he talked about this a couple of years ago. At some point, the bubble could pop as far as ticket sales goes, resale and just people maybe you know whether it's whether it's not having a winning product on the ice although vgk is winning right now even in this recent funk um hsk slow starts are people not going hs hsk games because of the results or is there more to it is it do they not like dollar loan center arena you know there's issues with the pricing in there and the concessions Do they not like driving to green valley Parking, you have to pay for parking if you're- you got to pay between twelve and fifteen dollars to park. Yeah, which, of all things, digital. I mean, if that's the one thing that people keep going back to, you pay to park in almost every other arena on the planet. And if you're weighing the difference of it was cool because the Orleans was fun because we didn't have to pay to park there. It was a dump. Call it what it is. That for a, a hockey rink, that was an absolute dump. The way the arena was, but. I will give a ton of credit to people that work at the Orleans being very nice every time, like the, not the HS, HSK people are great too, but there's people that run the Orleans. You can see down there for the games, you know, all the security personnel welcoming you. Like it was a, it was a fine environment, but the rink itself was an absolute dunk dump. The ice was garbage. The, the, everything was, was bad about it, but the parking was free. So woo. Like if that's what VGK fans are hanging their heads or their, their hats on the big difference here, you know, I, I don't, I don't get it. So I'm curious. Um, Curious what the plan is for HSK to get more physical people there. Because they're they're showing about 80% occupancy nightly, maybe even a little bit more. But you go to a game, you're not going to see that, folks, unless something weird happens. It's unfortunate.
1: Yeah. I always well, I park, of course, covertly if I do go to an event where I have to pay like that, because I'm just a local and I'm spoiled. And I whatever happened to WTF, whatever happened to the pedestrian bridges they promised us there. Over Green Valley Parkway and such. Oh,
0: really? I don't remember that. But oh, yeah, initial plans
1: were for these pedestrian bridges.
0: They want people. They, they price. They probably want people to park park over there.
1: And they Businesses also had
0: the district probably said
1: no. They also had a tunnel concept where you go underground, like so you could go underground to park, go back. That'd seriously, monsoon, they did this during they did season. this during the uh, pandemic, and a lot of folks I don't think were very much aware. Uh, nor do the locals have a voice in that building that. That's another story. <laughs> so, Chris, we wish you and your family very best wishes, holiday wishes. Merry yes, Christmas. Yes, everybody.
0: Thank you. Merry Christmas, everybody.
1: And then Merry Christmas, of course, to everyone that watches us, especially those that download this stinking show every day. WTF?
0: I, it just amazes yeah, me. my WTF is to the people that actually watch us every day. <laughs> we really, we really do appreciate yeah. all of you. And thank you for making lockdown
1: golden Nights your first listen. And of course, make sure to check out lockdown sports today for the biggest stories around the sports world in 20 minutes or less. And it's free and available wherever you get your podcast for my man, Chris Golick for junior Chris, is he around there? No. He's upstaging me again. I'm Tony Kardasko. We thank you all for tuning in. Have the very best holiday. We'll see you again next week right here on Lockdown Golden Knights.